When your battery goes dead, everything can come to a stop. Don't take a chance on getting stranded. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and get your battery tested free of charge. If your battery does need to be replaced, O'Reilly Auto Parts can help you find the exact superstar battery that fits your car or truck at a guaranteed low price. O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Blog Talk Radio. I'll be a better man today. I'll be good. Hello, everyone. I am Justin Barnes, your host, and welcome to Branching Out in the One Love Nation Radio Network. This is a show where we talk about how to become the best version of yourself and how to live this one life we have to the fullest. We share tips, techniques, and stories to challenge our way of thinking and to help us get to that next level. And today, got another great show for you guys. But first, if you haven't caught any of my previous work, man, please go to onelovenation.com. Go to the media page and check that out. Got some great material there, um, even with my son as one of, on a co-host on one of those shows. So some really good material. And check out the other hosts that are there, too. They also got some great shows as well. So that's onelovenation.com on the media page. Go check that out, guys. But today, to get into our topic, we will be discussing being selfish. Be selfish. And I get into that because I know it's some, some things. Uh, that kind of raise your eye, like, oh, what do you mean by be selfish? Shouldn't I not do that? But we'll get into that, and I'll be sharing those six tips on how being selfish can change your mindset in life. I'll be sharing those six tips at the end of the show, so please stay tuned to get those tips at the end. Now, let's get into it, man. Start, I want to start with a quote this show. So it's by Maria Robinson, and she says, nobody can go back and start a new beginning. But anyone can start today and make a new end there. Just want to plant that seed in your head. Just have you kind of bake on that as we go through the show. So nobody can go back and start a new beginning, but anyone can start today and make a new ending. Powerful stuff. But getting to it, selfishness, right, is a dirty word for many people. And yet, how are we to care for others, achieve at achieve things at our at our highest level? And be our best selves if we're not giving ourselves the time and care to take it takes to be our best. Right? So exception is a dirty word, right? Because you think of just thinking about self, being to yourself, not worrying about other people. But I look at it as a different way. Um, I kind of break it down as you learning who you are, right? Trying to get to your highest level to be the best version of yourself. So you can create something and give back to other people, which would be selfless. So filling up your own cup first just allows you to care for others and be your best self at home, at work, in the world. I mean, that's just that's just how things work. And especially what I have noticed, you know, especially from like celebrities or people uh, that just enjoy their lives, I have noticed that they are very confident within themselves, which will allow them to speak to other people in a way that just resonates with them. You know, I have seen that with so many people, so many people I look up to, the Les Brown, uh, you know, my father, when he was here, you know, all the people that I kind of respect and notice, that trend is just how they carry themselves, how, 
they they have that confidence when they're not cocky, but that confidence within themselves. They're comfortable in their own skin. Like they have figured out who they are, what they want to do in this world. Now they're able to just share that with anybody that comes around them. And I think that's powerful. So that, that's a great way to look at it. Now, without selectively choosing where to put our attention, like my attention, when I, when I couldn't selectively put you know, my attention on something, I, I would just – not doing the things that I really was good at or enjoyed. I was, I was kind of, I don't want to say brainwashed, but it, it was just stuff put in front of me um, that I thought I should be doing because of what everybody else was doing. It, it, was, it was less about my own interest and more about how this would look in my mom's eyes or other people that I cared about. You know, So I was basically doing it for other people, but I wasn't good at it and didn't feel good on the inside of me, but I, I just did it anyway. So I said I was saying yes to like many tasks that were uninteresting to me and at which I wasn't good at preventing me from developing interests and skills that helped me thrive and feel purpose in life. So I feel like you're just kind of setting yourself up, kind of fail if you're not realizing your true potential, right? What what are your skills? What are your interests? Because they will grow if you put in the right situations and if you realize them. So that all goes back to personal development. It all goes back to being selfish. Is you know how would you develop your interests and skills if you are being pushed in the direction that you think the world needs to see you in, or your or your family, or however you you think you need to be seen by someone else instead of how you should see yourself first. So even more, I mean, I was being you know being so busy distracted me from what I said I really wanted deep down inside, and we have those things what we really want out of life. But just being so busy and distracted doing other things that I didn't care about, you know, or I didn't have a real passion for it, I did it anyway, it, it, it went away from what I said I really wanted. And that was a deeper connection with my family and friends. For me and millions of others, being busy is a socially acceptable excuse to keep from facing the tough things in our lives, a distant husband or wife or spouse kids, career dissatisfaction, or needy kids, et cetera. So it's just one of those things. You keep putting it off on the world. And I did that so many times where I put I, – I blame – I was blaming the world or my family for what I felt was broken because I wanted to impress my mom. I was looking for validation through uh, my mom or my wife or my in-laws or my brothers or, you know, any anything like that. I was always looking for some type of validation from them instead of going for what I really felt. And I just kept doing this endless, endless loop of having a broken heart, you know, not feeling not feeling right. But I didn't know what it was, so I just kept doing the same things. And But when I was, you know, going after something, whether it was a job or something else, I always thought – Oh, how would this person think of this if I did this, right? Instead of that internal, like, how would I feel if I did this? Is this something I really want to go pursue at this moment? Is this an interest that I want to pursue right now at this moment? And I never looked at it that way. But when I flipped that mindset, when I kind of flipped myself into thinking that way, a lot of stuff changed for me. You know, I started doing it out of me because when I take care of me, I can take care of other people. It's just how simple that I made that for me, you know, when I, when I'm taking care of myself, I'm, when, when I'm healthy, mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, you know, that would transfer it out into my immediate family, my wife, my son, and then out to anybody else that come in contact with me, whether it's on the phone or 
face-to-face or things like that, but that starts with myself. Like if I'm broken, if I'm broken within, I am going to push that out onto other people, starting with the people that I say I love the most and who I want to be with, my wife, my son, my family. So I didn't want to do that, and I didn't understand that. So mental health and those type of things were very, very, very important in figuring out who you are, diving into things that you probably covered up and not have really undressed or really found out what the real issue is, why you're really angry at the world or angry at yourself or angry at society or whatever it may be. Diving into those tough situations, uncovering the truth is like the start, you know, of becoming a better, becoming better with yourself and then ultimately finding something that you really enjoy. But if your brain is cluttered, you're going to have that dissatisfaction in your personal life which transfers to your professional life. I don't care what nobody say. I know I had a, a one worker when I did training. They said your personal life, when you step out of your car, you leave that there, and you come in here, and you just work. That's easier said than done. We're a human. Even if you say you've done that, it's still in you, and you it will reflect in your voice. It will reflect in your, your, your uh, facial expressions and your body movement. You may not be saying it, but it, it will for sure. It will show some way or another if you do not have – your personal things taken care of. You cannot separate one of the two uh, things. So that's just something that I just like to think deep about, and I have been doing this, and that's why I'm so passionate about just getting into it. This is my new, it's my new obsession. You know, I, I'm really curious about the human mind and how things work, how to get people better, how we, how can we get better as a society? And I all, and all that came by me understanding myself, diving deep within myself and just uncovering some things that was uncomfortable. Maybe I didn't want to talk about, but I did, and it helped me in the long run. Now, many of us, or if you have read enough self-help literature, you, can, you can't help but notice a different view about thinking of yourself. First, that seems to contradict the bad press about selfishness. According to Psychology Today, the label self-care refers to prioritizing your own physical health and psychological well-being by engaging in good eating habits, exercise, sleep, relaxation, and enjoyable activities every day. Proponents of self-care like to point out that unless we take care of ourselves first, we will not be well enough to help and take care of others. Now, think about this. This is a really, really good example. As flight attendants tell passengers, if you are traveling with a child or someone who requires assistance, Secure your own mask first, then assist the other person. Now, with that example, that, that transfers into your personal life and professional life. You, I really do believe you cannot assist anybody else if you don't know how to assist yourself. Take care of yourself. You take care of yourself first, you will know how to take care of that person. You will want to. It will come out of you immediately. So being selfish is the idea of focusing on me. Let me focus on what's going on because if I'm waking up, if we're waking up, waking up and you, you don't have that drive and you just bog down and there's something weighing heavy on your mind, all your body is telling you you need to explore that. You need to un- uncover that. You need to figure out what that is, solve that so you can be better. You're, you don't supposed to feel that way. A human doesn't supposed to feel that way unless you got like some real medical issues and things like that, you know, deficient and eating water, you know, all that stuff. But I'm just saying just waking up, which is a choice. When you, when you wake up, you know, you have a choice to be angry at the world or something that happened to you in the past or going to work today or whatever it may be. My point is dive into whatever is going on because it is, if it is a medical thing, that's still something that you, we need to address, right? So by you knowing yourself, 
knowing how your body is, knowing how you feel, taking care of yourself, then you'll be able to take care of everything else that goes on outside of that. We cannot take care of anybody else. And I like saying this, and it's, it's, it's just I just want to beat that in. Like, we cannot, we will not, not sustain it where we can take care of other people as much if we are not taking care of ourselves because our health is going to go down, right? It's powerful. And I ain't said this before, and this is a re, you know, a recurring theme when when I speak. You know, nothing is more important than how you feel and think about yourself. Nothing. Now, if you feel and think and act a certain way about yourself, you, that, that's what you're gonna put out every day. I don't care who you are. Eventually, feeling and thinking a certain way about yourself is what you. That's the type of life you're gonna lead. That's what you're gonna walk. Every step is gonna be what you feel and think about yourself and how people start to, you know, view you. So I like to keep my mind positive. And, and then I kind of think about it this way. If I'm positive when something bad happens, you know, I ain't kind of train myself to feel and think a certain way. And I'm happy majority of the time. So when something bad happens, what it does, because it's life, up and down happens. But it won't bring me down or keep me down as long because I know how I feel and think about things. I can work through it and get myself back going. Now, think about it. If you're already down there, if you're negative and, you, and you're so down on yourself and something bad happens, just imagine what's going to happen. That just add on to whatever you already feel, which takes you down deeper in the hole. You, you, you're digging yourself already an early grave because the way that you feel and think about yourself, it will tear you down eventually. It's too much to bear on your mind when you constantly push and push and push and say negative things to yourself and feel bad about yourself and think bad about your situation. Now, being optimistic is a choice, and a lot of people say, well, that's all I have to do. It's just a start. It don't end. You being optimistic and being happy every day is not going to stop the ups and downs that you have in the world. That's just That's not for anybody. But it just puts you in a better situation to handle when things are not going accordingly to plan, and it won't. So it's just a choice to say, well, I'd rather feel this way so when something happens, I know how to get myself back going. Instead of just feeling down, I don't know how I feel, I have this unknown feeling inside of me, I don't know what's wrong with me, those type things. And then when something goes not according to plan, it don't keep you down because you're already kind of kicking yourself when you're already down. Now, a high opinion of yourself and who you are and what you do and basically love for yourself is also one of the things that people often miss or have too little of in today's society. When you like or love yourself more than things simply becomes easier. You won't make mountains out of molehills nearly as often anymore. You won't drag yourself down or beat yourself up over simple mistakes are over not reaching a perfect and inhuman standard. When you like yourself more, when your opinion of yourself goes up, then you'll stop trying so eagerly to get validation and attention from other people. And so you'll become less needy, and your inner life becomes much less of an emotional roller coaster based on what people may think or say about you today or this week. Most people's worst enemy are those themselves. It's just fact. By raising and keeping your self-esteem up, you'll feel more deserving of good things in life. And so you'll go after them more often and with more motivation. And when you get them, then you'll be a lot less likely to sabotage in subtle or not so subtle ways. This is just fact. 
We are our worst enemies. I have noticed this is a trend of just doing research of people that have done it before me, the people that's no longer here on this world, people that are here on this world, clients that I work with, uh, me going through a person in my life, talking to my wife, talking to so many different other people, standing in my son. The trend that I have seen is the what you think does dictate your life. What you think and feel about yourself will dictate your life. It will dictate how you feel. If it, up and down, those roads, it will. And from the successful people to the people that are not successful, because they are no different than us. They're, they're human, right? They believe they're going to one day will die, just like us. There, there's no superhuman on this planet, just a lot of special skilled people. But from the people that are successful that went from, you know, you know, difficulty and creating the type of success that they have, whether that's financially or they just in a better mentally, you know, which is, I think, a success too. Um, from and then from this another group of people that just haven't with the same age of the people that are successful that haven't achieved the type of success they want. The one trend that I've seen in that is the way that they think about their situation. And I said this before too, your past is your greatest strength, not your weakness. Right. So the successful people when they went through it, they used that past, that pain or whatever they have. They use that as fuel to push them forward. They was not a victim to it, right? They didn't say, oh, this story, boo-hoo me type thing. They say, I'm going to use this. Okay, that was a bump in the road or that was a very difficult situation, but I am not going to be a victim of that circumstance or that situation or my past. I'm going to use that to fuel me to get me further. Now we can have the flip side of a person that just dwell in that pain, in that past, and not using it for motivation. I'm not saying it don't hurt. I still have past pains that still hurt me to this day, but I don't use it as a way that I just sit there and just add more wood to that fire and soak in it. I use it as motivation, right? I use it to push me forward. I use it to get me to the next level, to the next step, instead of just sitting up there dwelling in it because I used to want people to feel pity for me, right? I just wanted to. That's just what I want. I want people to say, boo-hoo me. You know, yeah, life is going to, you know, that type of stuff and just kind of pat me on the back and, and hold me. And I realized my story is my story. It's my own powerful personal story, and I love it. And I wouldn't take nothing away from it because it made me who I am today. And for those successful people that just took their paths, use it as fuel and get to that next level to become successful, those people just release themselves from their own mind prison because I'm telling you, you're just locking yourself up. In your own in your own body inside your head, you are being held hostage inside of yourself. And when you release that, when you open your on that own prison from release yourself from your own prison from within you, you you I'm telling you just try it. If you have been doing the same things up to this point in your life, and you still wake up and you feel like something's missing, or you want to try something really bad. And, and, and it just feel like it's a hole within you, whatever it may be. At this moment, I'm telling you, release yourself from that inner prison and go out there on the limb. Go out there on faith and go try it. Because I'm telling you, it will never be a perfect time to go do anything. And, and I know everybody knows this. If you listen to the show, you know this. You ain't read these. You ain't read these stories. You ain't heard this on the radio. You ain't watched these movies. You know this. It's never a perfect time to start to do anything. And there's no promises that it will be the right thing for you. It's just a chance that you're taking because you feel drawn to it, 
right? The reason I didn't jump into my coaching as early as I did because I was waiting for someone to say, yes, Justin, you will not fail that. You won't go through pain. You will make a lot of money and all this other stuff. I was waiting to hear that. I wanted to hear it. And I like, that's just not how it worked. When I came to the realization of that, knowing that it's just not how it worked and that I was just going to learn on the go, I was going to adjust things and tweak things on the go for speaking and all the other things that came, then that's just what I did. And there's so many beautiful things that came when I just jumped out. So many beautiful things. This radio show, I didn't think I was going to have my own radio podcast. This is not what I jumped out here to do. (laughs) But this is what opportunity that presented itself to me, and I took it. And there's a lot of other things that just happened in my life now that I just can release myself from my mind prison. I feel and think about myself a certain way without worrying about what other people think and not judging them either. Not having expectations, not assuming anything. Just going in just with straight love and knowing that I'm doing this for myself first, then I'm doing this for others because I know I can help people. I know I can do that. There's no doubt in my mind. So release yourself, I promise you. If you have said you ain't tried everything up to this point, man, trust yourself. Release yourself from your own prison, from within yourself. Have faith and watch what happens to you. I promise you, you will see some wonderful things happen in your life. Now, I want to share a story before we go on our first music break. And it, it was a guy. His name is John Call. I think he lives in North Carolina. He's a fit guy, very, very fit guy. I posted it on my Facebook page if you guys haven't seen that. It's a video uh, of this guy, his story. But he's a really fit guy, muscle guy, about 5'11", 240 pounds, big dude, great shape, very flexible. And he used to work at, like, this manager position, you know, you know, made good money, uh, what he was doing, pretty easy job, he said. But he used to also make YouTube videos since he was a young dude, you know, a young guy. Um, just doing all types of weird stuff, being funny, you know, like being fit and stuff like that. And then he started making so much money just making YouTube videos now and doing other things, just basically making videos. He made so much money doing that that he quit his other job to pursue something he was doing already. And he said, I never thought that I could make a living off something that I do already, that I love doing already. I never thought that. He said, I make a living doing the things that I love and I would do already without getting paid. And that's what his message was to all the people that was out there too. Like, man, if you if you waking up and you feeling like you're not attached to it, to whatever you're doing, then you need to get out and find something that you enjoy doing. It's just plain and simple. Scary? Yes. Difficult? Yes. Worth it? Yes. Because I have noticed You have to release yourself from your prison to show your full potential. You are holding into something, holding in something that other people will benefit off of. And I think that right there is selfish, all right? I was talking about selfish. When you become selfish and you figure out who you are, release that inner talent of yours. I don't care what it is. Whatever it is at this moment, it could be beneficial to the people that's around you. It could help that next person open up whatever's keeping them prisoner from within themselves and release them. And it'd be like a chain effect of people just, just coming out and just loving what they're doing, loving their life. And I love that story from John Call of just saying, man, do what you love. You'll find something that you love. You're already doing it. But, guys, we covered a lot already. I hope you guys enjoyed that. And I hope that was valuable for you guys. Soak that in just for a moment. We're going to go ahead and take our first music break. Music break, and we'll be right back. 
Welcome back, guys. It's your host, Justin Barnes, and we are having a great uh, great conversation tonight at Branching Now. You know, being selfish, releasing yourself from your own prison, finding out what it truly is that you want to do in this life, releasing yourself, finally. Stop holding yourself back. Get yourself chained up. Let's release yourself. Let's see what the greatness that you have. But this next segment we're going into is the one that I usually share, a celebrity or someone who has overcame adversity. And tonight, we're going to get into our person of honor is Mr. Will Smith. You know, Will Smith is an actor, producer, who's best known for his comic and dramatic roles. He also was a, a musician, a rapper. He has been nominated for two Academy Awards, four Golden Globe Awards, and also won four Grammys. So this guy has been highly successful. Now, Smith inspiring rise to the top in his career only a reaffirms the fact that if you are looking for success, you need to have the right mindset to propel you up to the top. You can you can only succeed when you believe in yourself and your ability to act. Like Smith, you need to believe that you are here for a bigger reason. While speaking about success, Smith admits that money and success don't change people. That merely amplify what is already there, right? So what he's saying, like if you, and I know a lot of, I used to think this way, and it's just, just a thought, it's just a little plan in my head. I used to think if I got a lot of money, that'll solve all my issues. And I'm not, I don't have an issue with money, I don't. But I just was thinking about it the wrong way. And I just want you guys to think about this truly. Now, and I have a lot of money. I thought I got a lot of money that in all of my problems, especially what I felt inside, you know, you know about myself personally, my, my, my image and all those things. But I really started thinking about it, and I'm like, that that don't really make sense. So I do. I started doing researches on uh, money and celebrities and people that had it and the ups and downs that they had. And the more the the thing that I seen most out of that is the people that wasn't that had problems with money that was broken from within. Like if they were broken from within, that 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 money amplified what that brokenness. They had just more money to feed their addictions or whatever it may was, and it just led them down a very dark path. So what I believe and what I have seen other people talk about um, as far as to get wealth and those things that will come with you being who you truly are meant to be and releasing yourself is that I just need to be me, like I fix myself first, and then that when the financial part of it does come, the wealth and all those things, I will be ready to handle that type. So I look at all everything that I went through in my life, the ups and downs, the bills, the, uh, the tough, difficult the decisions that I had to make in my life and painful memories and things like that, I used that as saying that that was a learning lesson for me just to get to where I need to go. So when I do get to that next level, I'll be able to handle it. But I know if I added money to own to what I was going through, oh, man, that, that would have been horrific, right? It would have been great, and everybody would have been seeing, but I would have been going home, probably crying myself to sleep or whatever, still feeling broken. Like, man, I got all this money. It was good for like a month or a year or whatever, but, man, something still feel like it's missing. And what is missing is not understanding of myself. Who am I? What what am I here to do? And you don't even have to figure out that part of it as far as like the profession. Just figure out what what are you passionate about? You know, why, why, are, you, why are you living? Why are we alive? Those just those those type of questions that I just like to dive into. You don't even have to go that deep into it either, but just learning who is this person that I look in the mirror to every day, the person that knows me the best, that's going to be with me for the rest of my life, 
who is this person? And once you figure that out, I'm telling you, it just seems like stuff started to happen, like you get more luck or things like that. So, and another thing about realistic, and I'm fixing to get into this with Will Smith, he talks about that a little bit. Have that unrealistic thing about you again, like when you was a kid. And like I'll get into that explanation in a minute, but I'm going to go ahead and talk about what Will Smith said, and this is an interview that he did. So I'm going to just read it from his transcript from what he did at this interview, and I, I love it. So uh, it's called Never Be Realistic. And the first thing he did, he started with a quote from Confucius that he said, he who says he can and he who says he can't are both usually right. Being realistic is most commonly travel road to mediocrity. Why would you be realistic? What's the point of being realistic? I'm going to do it. It's done. It's already done. As soon as I decide, it's done. It's already done. Now that now we just got to wait for y'all to see it. It's unrealistic to walk into a room, flick a switch, and lights come on. Fortunately, Edison didn't think so. It's unreal, real, unrealistic to think you're going to bend a piece of metal and fly people over an ocean in that metal. That is unrealistic. But fortunately, the Wright brothers and others didn't believe that. It just seemed like a, such a ridiculous idea to me to embrace the idea that it's not going to happen or that not real for that to happen. As soon as you said, now you just made that real. And I love that, right, the unrealistic idea. And I, I know that we must you know, be realistic or look at some things at a certain light, and that, that's just up for you personally. Don't fight internally, fight and dispute all these things. Just really try to soak in what does that mean to you in your life, right? You just apply these things to yourself and try to get yourself to the next level because you're the one that's unhappy. It's not me. I don't know, especially from all my listeners or what people, you don't know what people's going through. They can put a smile on, but you don't know what's going on internally. You just don't. So for me to look at it that way and to have my radio show, when I talk to people, I want to be genuine. I want to be honest, and I want you to challenge yourself, challenge your way of thinking. Has I been, have I been thinking the wrong way the whole time? Let me explore this. Let me really look at it in a different light because if it hasn't been working, up to, working for me up to this point and I'm still unsatisfied, I'm still broken, I'm still sad, I'm still all these things and I have all these emotions that I just can't explain, why not let, let me change something? Right? Definition of insanity, doing the same things over and over and over again and expecting a different result. And we all do that. So I think we all are saying up to a, a certain point until we change something. Change the whole thing around. Change your whole habit. I don't care if it's the littlest thing. Get up in the morning and change your, your morning routine or, or add a morning routine. Whatever it is, you need to start changing those little things and start visualizing it. Start seeing yourself where you want to be and how you want to feel about it, what you think about it, how you feel about yourself. But it start with you. You have to get back into that child mind. And I, I love how some uh, businesses do have meetings, and you think about it. They throw out the most craziest ideas, unrealistic ideas because they want to see where it goes. These unrealistic ideas then turns into a lot of things that we have that we probably didn't think we can have computers and smart TVs, smart smart computers, and all this stuff. It's, it's insane the type of stuff that we have, robots and self-driving cars and you know a whole bunch of other stuff that I probably don't even know about, but it has been created by people that was unrealistic and with, with what they feel, with what they felt. 
so forth. If you have a craziest idea, I'm telling you, I see this stuff as seen on TV a lot, and I'm like, what is this? This is insane. But people buy it, and people go out there and they create it. They don't hold it in to themselves because you don't never know what's going to be a hit with someone. You know, you try to tell people right here in the moment. If you tell me right here in the moment that you're going to create something that sounds insane to me, what I'm going to tell you? You're crazy. I ain't going to never sell anything, but I don't see your vision. I don't see what you see or feel how you feel about it. You passionate about it, you create it, and that turns out to be huge, then who's the crazy one? It'll be me who you came to advice for. So that's why I don't really just trust other people's advice. I go for opinions for the people I trust the most. I know it's going to give me great feedback, but for the most part, it's going to have to be something that you trust because it's your dream and your vision, your goals that you want to set out for your life. If you have something that's internal to you that you love and just want to share with other people, I'm telling you, do it. Watch what happens. I truly believe some of the stuff that we have now that just been created, I feel like we could have had it way earlier if some of those people would have released their talent or didn't take it to the grave with them, right? Don't take it to the grave with you. Don't bury it on the inside of you. Release that. Release yourself from your prison. Go unbury that passion or that gift that you have inside yourself and share it with the world. In that form, don't be selfish. But be selfish enough to go and understand and figure out who you are, right? What is your purpose on this planet? You got this one life. What you want to do with it? You want to wake up every day and feel bad about yourself, feel bad about your life, waiting for someone to give you the green light to go pursue your dreams and tell you everything's going to be okay. You're going to make a lot of money in doing this. You're not going to have pain. This road is going to be a great road with no no bumps or anything. That's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. I can tell you that, but it still, it still ain't going to be that way. Life is about the ups and downs, and that's what makes it great. Emotions that we have as human beings, that's what makes us human. Anger, sadness. Uncertainty, all those things will make us human. They will make life to me worth living that I'm, I'm able to feel. I'm able to cry. I'm able to feel anger and all those things. And exploring all those emotions and really knowing what those mean in my life. So now I'm able to freely, and I'm telling you this, and I'm so honest when I say this, but I can freely, my creativity that I have now that my mind's free and I don't feel burdened and to impress anybody or look for validation from anyone or nothing like that, man, my creativity and the way that I feel about myself and how I feel towards myself is, is priceless. I couldn't put a price on the way that I feel right now, and I want everybody to feel this, and I know that they can. It's just a real hard question that you have to ask yourself. It's a hard um, thing that you have to explore within yourself, and you have to be the one to do it. You have to be the one to set that into motion. Nobody else. Nobody. I don't care if someone gave you the exact blueprint on how to make your life better. If you wasn't ready to do it and you don't commit to it or feel or think you can do it, guess what? It's not going to happen. It's just not going to happen because it starts with you. It's very simple. Start with yourself. Try to simplify things by just saying, you know, I'm going to figure out me. I'm going to focus on me. That ain't saying don't don't worry about – that ain't saying don't, don't love your spouse or your family or anything like that. But I'm just saying when you have time, and that's every day, to figure out what am I here to do? What is this life about? All right? Because think about it. If you're waking up ha- unhappy every day, pay attention to your health and the things that have happened to you. Right? Put those together. 
kind of put that puzzle together. Up to this point in your life, put some things together on the way that you think. Have that led to the most positive things. Now, I don't want you to bash that, but just understand and know that that was a lesson, right? That's in the past. That was in my book, that I'm writing something great. And every book has that dramatic buildup, has a middle, and then it has an end, right? So you just – all you're doing is building your story. Movies, they have the drama, right? The story has to have, uh, you know, where it starts off normal, then it's just the drama part, and then it has a happy ending or, you know, or it continues with the drama. But either way, that's kind of what our story is being. You hold the pen. You are writing it. If you just realize that that earlier chapter is just part of your story, that's it. It has been written. written. So you just need to go back and view it. You can go back and view it, take some lessons. Um, and say I survived that. I'm so proud of what I came from and what I have done up to this point. I'm proud of it. So I definitely look at where I came from and the, you know, and I love my family's death. My cousins, my mom, uh, my uncles, and my friends, and everybody that was a part of my my development and my growth. But for me personally, for what I went through, and then just learning, you know, uh, how life can be because of the color of my skin the things that could happen to me, just knowing that is a scary thought. Um, but I didn't let that bog me down. I didn't let that stop me. I didn't blame and say, oh, well, I ain't going to be able to do these things because of the color of my skin or whatever. I'm going to be held back. I, I don't like doing that. I like to say, can't nobody stop me but me. That's the way that I approach it, and that's the way that I attacked it. And I continue to attack it that way because I know for me – God gave me a talent, and I'm going to use it. I feel that I'm a special. I think that every day I can save lives with my message and with my passion and with my energy and with my voice, and I'm going to do it. I would not hold this in. It would be selfish for me not to save a life if I can. And that's the same thing I'm pointing out to you guys. Whatever you feel in this moment or whatever it is that you want to attack, man, please attack it. Go after it. I love life, and I want other people to love the life that they have, knowing that these up and downs is part of it. I think a lot of things that's going on with people, they don't understand themselves. So unfortunately, and I hate to say this, but they choose to end it, or they choose just to flow through life, thinking that this is how life is supposed to be. It's not great, and it's a very sad thing, and it, it humbles me. It humbles me. It it, it, it it gives me that energy to say, man, definitely I will not let anybody, if I can impact someone, because I don't hold nobody's life in my hand, I don't take that type of responsibility on myself. But what I say to myself is that I'm going to impact them the most positive way that I possibly can. I am going to overlove them. I'm going to overload them with love. That is my goal. And I talk a lot, and, I, and I, I'm not afraid to do it because I know when I speak, I speak with a lot. I speak with my heart. I speak. Um, with passion and then the things that I I am very, very good at. And I want to reveal and so curious to see what other people are hiding within themselves when they release themselves from their own mind prison, from their own body prison. When you release yourself from that, I'm love I, I can't wait to see what you guys been holding back. So with that being said, thinking about Will Smith's story, you know, and that example that he used about being unrealistic and using the example of Edison and the Wright brothers, you know, with light and then with airplanes, think about that. That's crazy. Pitching to someone that ain't never seen a plane before, don't even know that exists, that I'm going to put you in this and it's going to fly you to your destination. 
they called them people crazy, but they didn't. They didn't. That's the difference. When they didn't stop there, when they probably got beat down and pushed away and turned around and said it's dumb, they still pushed through because they believed in that dream and that passion that they had within them. They wanted to show it to the world. We have to do the same thing. It may not be on that scale of brilliance, but man, it doesn't matter. Whatever you have, painting, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what it is. There's so many different things out here in the world. Uh, and it's just like that YouTube guy I was talking about, man, what he does for a living, and he makes really great money off of it, it's something that he's been doing already on the side. And and, and it's crazy. If you watch that video, he, he's just doing crazy things with uh, his athletic ability, his flexibility, just doing different type of things, and he makes great money doing it. It's insane. It's time for you to unleash it and see where you go. Now, with me sharing that story, this is another one, and this is the last music break that we're going to take tonight, and then we're going to get into those six tips, guys, that's going to help you with your self-maintenance and just being more selfish so you can unleash your greatness. So we'll be right back in the moment. Now it's your host, Justin Barnes, here. I think we're having a great topic tonight with being selfish and just learning how to discover your own greatness and release this, release that onto the world. I know it's at the favorite point. This is what you guys have been waiting for. So we'll get into those tips. So sometimes it's good to be selfish. So here are some tips on how to turn this year into the first of many passion-driven years. Six tips on self-maintenance and being more selfish. Number one, say stop to your inner critic. A good place to start with raising your self-esteem is by learning how to handle and replace the voice of your own inner critic. We all have an inner critic. We all do. It can spur you on to get things done or to do things to gain acceptance from people in your life. But at the same time, it will drag your self-esteem down. This inner voice whispers, or shops destructive thoughts in your mind. Thoughts like, for example, you are lazy and sloppy, not get to work. You ain't good at your job at all. And someone will figure that figure that out and throw you out. And that was one of mine. That's a personal example for me. You know, I, I always felt that way. Like <clears throat> at first I used to think at many jobs that I did because I wasn't passionate about the work that I was doing. And 
So I feel like, man, today you won't figure out that I ain't really as good as I, I think I am. But they always would tell me, oh, you're doing good. You know, you're going to get a raise or whatever it may be. And I was like, I don't believe you. And I feel like I was going to get thrown out because I was like, oh, yeah, he's a fraud or whatever it may be. But that was just an inner fear of mine. Or it may be a voice that you have, you are worse or uglier than your friend, coworker, partner, people in your neighborhood, or just people in the world in general. That's an that's internal voice that we have. Now, you don't have to accept this, though. There are ways to minimize that critical voice and to replace it with more helpful thoughts. You can change how you view yourself. Now, one way to do so is simply to say stop whenever that critic pipes in your mind. You can do this by creating a stop word or a stop phrase. As the critic says something in your mind, you shall stop. Now, I'm telling you to do this. It may sound funny and it may make you laugh, but that's that definitely what's going to happen because I, I have that happen too. Where my inner critic, and I like to say another thing that I like to, or the example that I like to use is that that negative voice was so loud in me. Like it was, it was like a, a neighbor next door that's playing very, very loud music. It was bothering me. It was very loud, so I had to find a way to turn that dial down and turn up that other positive voice that was always there telling me just you are great, you are going to do great things in the world, you are capable of doing anything. I had to turn that volume up and turn the other one down. Unfortunately, you can't turn it off. It's always going to be there, but you can turn it down and just minimize that effect that it has on you in your life. So with me turning it up, I was able to do that, and sometimes with that, that negative voice, depending on where you are in your life and what happens, that, that it can automatically, like a, a ghost switch or something, and turn itself back up. So you have to constantly turn it back down and realize and give yourself, like I said, a stop word or a stop for phrase. Nope, we ain't going through this today. Not today, voice. No, I'm going to be positive. I'm going to be happy. I'm going to enjoy this moment. I do that with myself, and I'm not afraid to do it because you have to do something to kind of help yourself when you're going through those things, especially internally. You're going to have that where you're going to um, judge someone or you're judging yourself or you're assuming things or you have high expectations and they never live up to that. You have that where this voice is going to start telling you things that don't feel so good. So you got you to gotta get into respect. You wouldn't have a friend sitting up there telling you how bad you are. What would you tell your friend if they were sitting up there just bashing you? You might get in a fight with them. So that's what I'm telling you to do now. Get in a fight with that inner voice. No, man, we ain't going to do that. I'm not doing that today. You can stop all that talking. Quiet down. Go back in your corner. I'm not doing that. I'm going to be, I am great. I am positive. You'll get in an argument. You'll get in an argument with anybody else. I promise you, if they were telling you things about yourself you didn't want to hear. These are facts. If you wouldn't let nobody else tell you that, don't let yourself tell you that because that's where it starts. So, or you can come up with a phrase or a word that you like that stops the train. You don't have to do just stop. No, 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 we're not going there or, you know, turn the volume down. These are all things that I just personally have used. I and mean, I use many other things. I turn on music. I start dancing. I do anything to kind of distract myself on that, that current moment where that thought is starting to get overwhelming. I'm, I'm thinking about it and thinking about it. And now that I ain't brought attention to it, it seems like it gets louder. So I have to find a way to just distract myself. But you can come up with any phrase or word that you like that stops that train of thought driven by the inner critic. Then refocus your thoughts to something more constructive, like planning what you want to eat for dinner or your tactic for a next soccer game or whatever it may be. And that's what I was just saying, just a distraction, go on a long run. That's what I do. I, I like working out. 
uh, working out kind of helps me uh, refocus because it wears me out. It tires me down, um, and it motivates me. It helps me with my creativity and some of these thoughts that are going through my head that are positive. It helps me bring energy to, energy to those. So working out for me is one of my solutions. You know, going on a long walk with my music, things like that help when stuff ain't going as well and I'm starting to just get bogged down and saying, telling myself there's stuff that's just not true, I go on a walk, and that really, really helps. Number two, guys, use healthier motivational habits to make the inner critic less useful for yourself and that voice weaker and at the same time motivate yourself to take action and raise your self-esteem. Self-esteem it certainly helps to have healthy motivation habits. One thing I have used to replace and fill up much of the place uh, that the inner critic once held in my mind is to refocus on doing what you really, really, really like to do. Now, when you really, really like doing something, then the motivation to do that thing tends to come pretty automatically. When you really want something in life, then it also becomes easier to push through any inner resistance you feel. So refocusing, you know, doing something, it goes back to like, man, what what is it that you like to do in your all time? It can be something simple, right? Uh, watching TV, uh, painting, drawing, listening to music, hanging out with friends, going to a movie, watching a movie at home, just being with family, going to the backyard, going fishing, and the list goes on and on and on and on and on. But just doing something that you really, really like to do will help you refocus. You will build those healthier motivational habits, things that will distract you and stop that inner critic from being so powerful in your life. So doing something you like is not a bad thing. You make time for it because now, because that voice will make time for you, and it will bog you down once you bring attention to it. And you just let it sit there and fester, you know, fester and grow and grow and grow as you, you know, throw wood on that fire. So find something that you really like to do. Or not find something, just do what you really like to do. You have something. Everybody has something that they really like doing, talking. I like to just call some of my family members that I know I can have a good laugh with and just talk to them. It's a wonderful conversation. Calling my mom or my aunt or somebody I ain't talked to in a long time, calling them really, really do help me just refocus and stop thinking about myself and beat myself down. It really helps. So if you lose motivation, ask yourself, am I doing what I really want to do? If not, if possible, then refocus and start working on that very important thing instead. Number three, do the right thing. When you do what you when you do what you deep down think is the right thing to do, then you raise and strengthen your self-esteem. It might be a small thing like getting up from the couch and going to the gym. It could be to be understanding instead of judgmental in a situation. Or to stop feeling sorry for yourself and focus on the opportunities and gratitude for what you actually have. It's not always easy to do or even know what the right thing is, but keeping a focus on it and doing it as best you can makes a big difference both in the results you get and for how you think about yourself. Now, one tip that makes it easier to stay consistent with doing the right thing is to try to take a few few such actions early in the day. Like, for example, giving someone a compliment, eating a healthy breakfast, or working out. This sets the tone for the rest of your day. If you wake up angry, that's going to set your tone. It just is. I mean, we, we, we're creatures of habit. It's going to get to the point where it's one of those habits where it, it became unconscious. You do it unconsciously. 
because you've been doing it for so long. You have built that habit. So what you need to do is just set yourself up. Having a good mindset when you first wake up in the morning is a great start. Does that mean that your day will you will not have the ups and downs throughout the day? No. But at least you are starting your day off on the right note. Number four, quit justifying. I used to do this all the time. I wanted to justify all of my actions to my family or to people. You know, whether if I left a job or I quit a job because I didn't want to tell people I was broken where I was or how I wanted to pursue it, I wanted to justify them to them so they can say, oh, yeah, Justin, you were so right by doing that. You are correct, sir. You, Man, I would have did the same thing you did. Because you, you feel good, that makes you feel good that you did that action. But I stopped justifying. I don't need to explain my dreams, my goals, or some of the actions that I went through to everybody. I know that. If I choose to do it, that's a choice, of course. And But I'm not doing it out of validation or to get some type of comfort for what I just went through. So you just understand that you don't owe anyone an explanation for anything that you go through in your life. You just don't. You really don't. You don't have to explain yourself to anybody. You have to be comfortable within yourself and accept that choice that you make because any decision that you make, as I tell my son, is going to be with a good or bad consequence. There's a consequence to every action that we take, good or bad, but it's a learning experience and also in everything that we also do, good or bad. So you just live with it. Don't justify it. Just understand, like, oh, man, I really did mess up that time. Oh, man, I sucked at that. And I just laugh it off and take a learning experience and keep moving. It has, it really has all of my past and every job that i ever done just built me up to this point, me understanding, like, okay, I found out a lot of things I did not like to do. And I found some, good, some things that I was good at and okay with. And then I found a thing that I love and I'm great at. That all came by exploring and understanding the journey that I'm going through. Number five, guys, listen to your heart. Now, as corny as this sounds, ask yourself, what is it that you want to do? Then just do it. When I want to sing, I sing. I really do. I, I think I got some good vocals, too. I mean, you ask my wife and my mom, I think I'm, I think I'm pretty good at Ursha or something. Uh, when I want to binge watch TV, I drop what I'm doing, and I boot up Netflix. When I had a calling to try something new, I did it. I mean, my family, some of my family didn't like it, but I did it. I still did it. I had to do it. I, I was curious that way. I, I don't know. I was built different. But anything that I felt driven to do or called to do, man, I did it. And I used to feel guilty about doing it. I don't feel guilty no more about doing it, but I, I used to feel guilty doing it back then. But now I understand what all that means. Now, Will Smith once said uh, about just planning. You know, just doing, you know, kind of of the things that you're getting into, you know, listening to your heart, doing the right thing. And I like this, this what Will Smith said. He said, he once said, making a plan B, don't make a plan B because it distracts with plan A. Right? So you are already thinking that you're going to fail with plan A. I'm not saying I'll have a backup plan, but when you focus, to me, when I'm, when I'm focused on this coaching and speaking thing, this is what it is. This is what I'm doing. I'm not giving myself a way out because I'm, I'm going all in, going all in with this thing to see what happens to it. And I know once I put everything I got into it, man, it's going to be tremendous results. I'm already seeing a great return on the things that I'm passionate about without saying, okay, I got this in the back of my mind. This is what I'm going to do. That gives yourself an out. Go ahead, find out what it is, convince yourself, and execute. Have faith and watch it grow. That's what I believe. Give it a try. We should, you should, all of us should 
be all and whatever we would desire in this moment. In this moment, what is it that you've been pulled to do in this very moment? Because me, the way that I like to explain it, or the way that I used to look at it, is that I was going to have this one passion and goal and dream that I was going to do for my entire life until I left this planet. But then I realized that I got many interests and passions that I'm going to have, many little ones. In a certain moment, I'm going to feel like pursuing this or doing this or doing that. Now, that may be branching out of one major passion that I have, but I'm going to have many different interests, and I'm going to attack each one of those in the moment that I feel them. And you should do the same. So my biggest passion is speaking, motivating people. The things that may branch out of that is life insurance, uh, real estate, uh, just so many different things. Those are examples, but you have to understand, okay, well, I don't know exactly what I want to do. You have something that you're interested in now. Just go ahead and pursue it because what you end up doing, and you have to jump into it sometimes instead of trying to say, oh, well, I'm going to adjust it. I'm going to, you know, well, let me do all my research. You should do some research or, you, can, you know, make sure you abide by the law. You're not going to go to jail. But you should do enough to where you can go ahead and jump into it and then adjust it as you go. Because I'm telling you, you'll do so much research that you exhaust yourself and you'll be like, oh, that's too much. I ain't going to do it. And you'll keep doing that. You keep doing that. That will stop me from doing it again. I was doing so much research, so I exhausted myself mentally, and I'm like, I can't do this. This is too much. It's overwhelming. And I just I quit before I even got started. And I know a lot of us do that. We sabotage ourselves many, many, many times instead of just jumping into it. I don't care what your feedback is. I don't care what your experience was. My experience is going to be different. I'm going to make this work because I feel really good at this moment about it. And see what happens. And you go out there like, oh, yeah, they're right. That was horrible. That was a horrible idea. Okay. Well, chunk that idea. Now you ain't done it and it won't be on your mind no more. Chunk that idea to the side. You learn from it. Let's go on to the next one. That's kind of how I operate. I'm going to go off about what I feel about my body. I listen to my body. And you guys should do the same. Now, number six, the last one, handle mistakes and failures in a more positive way. If you go outside of your comfort zone, if you try to accomplish anything that's truly meaningful, then you will stumble and fall along the way. And that's okay. It's normal. It's what, it is what people that did something that truly matter have done throughout all ages. Even if we don't always hear about it, as much as we hear about their successes, it has been happening. And I talked about this kind of earlier. You know, you're going to have those failures. The people that, that succeeded in life, they understand those mistakes and failures, what built them and got them to that success because they understood it. You know, they, they, they took the learning experience from it. They took, you know, that hurt from that pain, and they just let that continue to push them to get them over the hump, to get them over that hill. They didn't let that keep them down and beat them down. You can do research right now, I promise you. Anybody that you admire, that you watch on TV, that's a celebrity, just look them up and look up their story. Look what they've been through in life to get where they're going. They're just like you. You might even be going through something even rougher than them, or they may have went through something rougher than you. Either way, the point is you have to understand that's just your story. Don't use that to hold you down. Don't use that as a weakness. Use that as a strength. Use that pain to push you forward and be like, okay, I went through that. I'm surviving. I'm still alive today. It's a blessing. So everything I go through up to this point is a is a plus to me. That's the way I look at it. Some the stuff that I ain't survived and the people that I ain't lost in my life, man, I, I'm already successful. I don't need my bank account to look a certain way to be successful. That's not what I count as success. Me waking up, opening my eyes, seeing my wife, seeing my son, knowing my mom's still here and she's healthy and things like I'm successful. I love it. 
I got everything I could possibly need. I want a lot more, those two different things. I want a lot more, and I'm going to pursue those things, but I have everything I need. I don't even put that pressure on myself to to think that way. Not anymore. Not that I understand it. I'm telling you, man, understand that your past is your strength. It is not your weakness. Use that to push you forward. The mistakes and failures are learning experiences. That's it. You didn't fail at something. Now, if you sat there and you just completely gave up, and we, we almost can chunk that as a failure, but you still eventually can still get up and go do something. So you still didn't ultimately didn't fail. So remember that, man. Just remember, and when you stumble, try this. Be your own best friend. Instead of beating yourself up, ask yourself, how would my friend, parent support me and help me in this situation? Then do things and talk to yourself like he or she would. It keeps you from falling into a pit of despair. And helps you to be more constructive after the first initial pain of a mistake or failure starts to dissipate. Find the upside. Another way to be more constructive in this kind of situation is to focus on the optimism and op- opportunity. So ask yourself, what is the one thing I can learn from this? And what is the opportunity I can find in this situation? This will help you to change your viewpoint and hopefully not hit the same bump a little farther down the road. Over the last year, guys, I'm telling you, I have gotten much better at saying no and learning how to prioritize, and my stress level has drastically declined. I feel more passionate about the things I do. I perform better at tasks when I feel driven to do them, and I feel happier having done them overall. I cannot put a price on that, and I cannot stress this enough. Being who you are truly meant to be, being selfish is the title of this, right? Being selfish, learning who you are, taking time to learn yourself. So now you can go out and impact your immediate circle, your family, and then eventually go out there and impact the world, which is going to enable them, right, to unleash themselves from their own prison and become great in their own right. I'm begging you guys. I'm telling you. Question yourself. Dig down deep. Start doing things differently if you haven't been living the life that you wanted to live up to this point. It's up to you to change your life. Nobody else's. Nobody else hold their lives in their hands but you. You literally hold your life in your hand because the way that you think and feel can lead you either down deeper in this hole or you just can go ahead and pick yourself up and say, I'm going to live this life the way that I want to live it, the way that I envision myself doing it, and I'm going to pursue the dreams and interests and goals that I have. To me, it's that simple, and you're going to stumble along the way. You're going to fall. You're going to get scrapes and bruises and all those things, but it's going to be worth it. Those are learning experiences. As you was growing up as a kid and all the things that you should do, ride your bike, you know, fall down, go out here and explore, you always got up from it. This is no different. A little bit more challenge. You got a little bit more responsibility as an adult, but it does not change the, the fact that you you control it. You control your story. You have your life in your hands. Your mental health is so crucial in the way that you think about yourself because that would manifest. You tell yourself you can't do it. I don't care who is motivating you. You're not going to get to that next level until you believe it. Point blank, period. And I love all you guys, and that's what this show is about. I want to dig deep. Dig deep within yourself. Find those questions that you've been dodging. For real, get uncomfortable with yourself. Seriously, go ahead and dive into these things that no one else knows about you and explore it because it may be some of the things that are holding you back. 
that makes you bitter about certain situations, about the world. You have something that you're holding in that a lot of people don't know about it. Go ahead and explore it. Release yourself from your mind prison. Become great. And now, before I end the show, I want to talk about Steve Jobs. Now, Steve Jobs, now he lived his, his life the same way up to the day that he died. He asked himself every morning, if today were the last day of my life, would I want to do what I'm about to do today? And if that answer was no on consecutive days, he'll change it. Just point blank period, he'll, he'll change it. He wouldn't continue to do it. And you guys need to do the same thing. Create these crazy, laugh at yourself. Create these crazy habits of yourself. Go do crazy things. Live that life that you always envision yourself living. Only person stopping you from doing this is you. All these luxury cars and vacations that you see other people on that you're watching on TV, on reality TV, you can live that life instead of watching it on TV or listening to it on radio. It's up to you to finally say, I'm no, I'm, I'm not going to live on this pity party. I'm not going to sit here and pity myself and become a victim within me. I'm not going to be a prisoner of my own body and mind. I'm going to release myself and show how great I am. And I'm doing it for me, not the validation of my mom or my spouse or anybody else. I am doing this for me first, which is going to allow me to impact the people that I come into contact with in a more, more, in a much, much better way. So, guys, I hope you enjoyed the show and you got a lot of value from that. I just I hope and I pray that you guys will kind of digest that, soak all this in, ask your own tough questions, and continue to grow in your own right. All right? I love you guys. And just to end the show, remember to catch every Tuesday, guys, 8, uh, 7 p.m. or 8 p.m., 7 p.m. Central Time. Every Tuesday, we have a different topic to go ahead and break it down before we all can branch out and discover our own greatness. And to end the show, I started out with Why Not Me? Figuring out who I was, why why was I on this planet, how can I impact this world while I'm on it? Once I figured that out for myself, I said, why not you? I want to figure out how I can get you guys to that next level so you can branch out and show people how special you are. And then we're going to do it together. It's the Why Not Us movement. Thank you guys so much for watching tonight's show or listening to tonight's show. Y'all have a great night. I'll be a better man today. I'll be good. I'll be good. And I'll love the world like I should. Yeah. I'll be good. I'll be good for all of the time that I never could.
At T-Mobile, when we see our country's military, we don't just see uniforms. We see the people behind them. We're proud to support military families by offering them half-off family lines. And we're committed to hiring 10,000 veterans and military spouses to be part of our workforce in the next five years. Because no matter where or when you serve, T-Mobile stands ready to serve you. Visit a T-Mobile store today. Submit military info within 45 days or plan becomes T-Mobile One at up to $20 more per line. Half-off additional line price for lines 2 through 6 versus T-Mobile One with auto pay. Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, it's pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.